it was weird. Like I've never had anyone do that. Okay. That's weird. That seems almost like defensive. Like, look at me not robbing this bank, (laughs) even though I may have robbed that other bank. (laughs) Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you? Doing okay. Doing okay. Mm -hmm. It's caller day. It sure is. Yeah. And we're joined by a lovely caller named Taylor. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Taylor. Thank you for having me. Okay, so Taylor, do you mind giving us your age, the age of the person in question, if there is one, and your location, and you can be as specific as you want. Okay, Um, I'm 30. Um, My now ex-boyfriend that I'll be chatting about, he was 31. Um, and I he mean, was the United Kingdom. Yeah, oh, he is. He is he's, pa- he's passed. I understand. <laughs> he's gone now. And you're in the UK, you said? Yeah. In, in the, the UK. UK, yeah. Okay, great. And let's hear your story. Okay. Um, it's quite long-winded here now. I Initially, when I wrote in, it was um, I did it in two separate emails, and things have happened since then, so I'll try to just um, get through it all, stop me where you where you want if there's topics you want to chat oh, about. Oh, but. we will. We will. Okay. Um, yeah, so I originally wrote in about the first real disagreement I have with my now ex-boyfriend, which pr- quickly turned into a pretty abrupt breakup. And I'm pretty analytical, so I've thought about this a lot. Um, but it seems like the more I think about it now, the less I know. So mm-hmm. from the beginning, I, I met this guy on Tinder um, and in late November 2021. And uh, he works on rotation. So he works 10 weeks on, 10 weeks off. So he's essentially gone half the year. But I, I had met him in his home city two weeks into his rotation when he's at home. Um, and so looking back now, he was like a little bit unresponsive on Tinder originally. Like he had planned a date for us. Then he didn't talk to me for three, day, three days leading up to the date. And then I ended up thinking he ghosted me. Um, but I had already given my number. So he, he ended up reaching back out and he was like, well, are we still on? And so we had the date um, and it was a good date and it went well. So from there, we saw each other like multiple times a week leading up to Christmas. And he was better with texting and communicating. And uh, but there was still like one other significant moment in there that was kind of odd when I look back on it. And it was um, after we were intimate together, I had told him what a big deal that was for me because I don't really I hadn't been in a serious relationship for years and I don't it's just like the ultimate level of vulnerability for me so I don't really like do that a lot and he knew that and so after that happened he kind of dropped off again for like two days and I was Mm -hmm. I had like a little bit of panic because I was just like okay like I I confronted him about it I was like you know I definitely wouldn't have done something like that if if I had known this was going to be the result and he was like really apologetic and he was like, no, like, I know that's a big deal for you. And he was like, watch this space. I'll be better. I'll be like good at communicating all these things. And he said he had himself, he had like a little bit of a panic because he was in a five-year relationship about a year prior. So it had ended about a year ago. And I think he had like a rough time with it. So he was like, you know, I was just like taking a minute. I didn't want to rush into anything, but he felt really happy to have clarity that he was like, I really do want to be with you. And he's like, I'm sorry, I left you in the dark. And, but then it seemed good. Like, I was like, that's like a, I'm glad that he apologized. Mm -hmm. And so from there it was good. And then the only other thing, I don't know if this is weird, but I thought it was kind of weird, but he would kind of like randomly insert his ex into conversation sometimes. And so I kind of brushed it off. I was like, 
I guess like five years is a long time to be with somebody, maybe like reference someone or they remind you of something. So you bring them up. But I mentioned that as well. And then he was, I was like, are you over her? And he was like, he's like, yeah, yeah. And he stopped doing it. So I kind of like left it. So anyways, we continued dating. We weren't official yet, but he invited me to Christmas with his family, which was, I kind of thought it was super soon. It was like a month in, but we weren't official yet. But he, he told me he was falling for me. Um, I was new. I'm new to this country. So I was like, that's like really nice that he would offer to. Is he British? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that was nice, right? Like, cause he's local. I'm new here. I couldn't, I had just moved in October to this country. So I, I didn't really know a lot of people. I wasn't going to fly back home. It was really expensive. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a lot going on over the holidays. So my friends were like, oh yeah, do it. Like it's, that's nice that he would invite you. And so he proceeded to like introduce me to his entire family. Like I met his parents, his sisters, their nieces and nephews, like I met all his close friends, like the friends he grew up with, the friends he went to university with. Um, and like, it was like, really like we, I stayed over at his parents' house. Like we had brunch together. We went on walks together. We did new years together. Wow. Like it was going really well. I thought like, I like really felt integrated and like I was a part of their family for a bit. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, then we went on road trips together over the Christmas break and like new year break. And I just like felt super in love, happy, validated. And he had to go back um, on rotation in January. So that's when he went back to work. But I felt pretty secure. Like I felt like everything was going well. He had said he had asked me to be his girlfriend. He had said he loved me. And he was the one who initiated all of these things. Like he was kind of like leading all these conversations. Mm -hmm. And he had even said like, kind of in the heat of the moment, maybe at some point, but he was like, he was like, I want to marry you someday. And he had said that twice to me. So like in my head, like I, I hold on to those things. I'm like, wow, like you don't say that stuff. And like, plan all these trips and do all these actions if it doesn't mean something. Right. And like, he had also booked trips for us as far, like into the future as October, 2022. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, he's doing things and he's saying things like, it's not just to to preface this. We've had a lot of callers who have tried to suggest that actions on the part of their partner were suggestive of a real commitment and they're kind of yeah. a little more nuanced and vague. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say that all the things he has done are officially 100% the actions of someone who's truly committed. So you are not okay. You yeah, are not yeah. hallucinating. Yeah. Here. This is as far okay. as it gets. He's done no yeah. subtlety there. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that he will take, you know, when, when she brings something up, he mm. He takes it to heart and actually implements that in his behavior oh, yeah. moving forward. He, there's yeah. not a single reason why at this point in time yeah. you would well, have thought that he was 100% committed and you should feel comfortable. No, and that's why I'm so I, dreading the rest of the story. Yeah, this is clearly not going to end well. But I want to tell you that if you've had any doubt about it up until that point or or in in reminiscing about it, yeah, you, based you, on what you, you should us. not. So yeah, based on what you told us. Uh, yeah. I was really like trying to pull out little things like no. after the fact. I was like, how could I have seen this coming? No. Uh, yeah. And also okay. the, the the bringing up his ex-girlfriend is totally normal. Like I've done that too. Okay. When you have a long relationship, you often kind of compare yeah. and use that as a benchmark. So that's not a that's not a red flag or even a yellow flag. But that's also thoughtful nothing. that when she mentioned it, 100%. he made a point of doing it less. Yep. Okay. Sorry, yep. we'll let yeah. you finish your story. No. Even though okay, I, I'm helpful. I'm kind of like I feel sad about what's to come already. No. Oh, yeah. It's been a few weeks, so I'm like not as sad. I can talk about it now, but mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so he goes back to work 
he told me, he was like, oh, we'll video call every night. We can watch shows together. We can play games. And we did like he video called me essentially every night that like we were both available and we'd have like two hour phone calls, FaceTimes, we'd watch shows while he was away. And so this is more like January, February timeframe. Valentine's day comes around. He sends me like a super cute card, very lovey dovey, like, um, never change. I love you. XXX. He always would say that he always would make a point of being like, Oh, like always be you like keep doing this and this and this, like a, um, about yourself, like always just made it seem like he really liked me and how like was happy to be with me. And then in late February, I don't remember exactly like what prompted me to look, I think like maybe it was the distance or I was having a bad day. I definitely have like trust issues from previous relationships. And so maybe it's my issue, but like, I'll I'll look for things that are red flags. I'll I'll maybe dig and social media, like you can usually find something. Um, And so I guess backtracking at the beginning of when we were official, um, he had been following some racy Instagram accounts when he was single. But at the beginning of when we were official, he went through and he was like, you know, I need to like clean this out. And it was totally unprompted by me. I never said anything. He like took out all these racy kind of porn-esque accounts on Instagram. And I was like super happy. I was like, wow, like I've never had a guy do this. Like, I was like, this is so nice. I felt super respected. I was like, this guy's into me and like respects me. Yeah. And, and the fact so, that you didn't even have to broach the top. Bring it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so happy about that. But, but then so I noticed like in this late February time time frame, he was talking about TikTok a lot. He spends more time on TikTok than, than Instagram. And I was like, I don't really use TikTok a lot, but I, then I was like, Oh, like maybe I should just take a look. Bad idea. And so he still followed like all these porn-esque accounts on TikTok. And so then I was bummed. And so literally word for word, we have a call, like our usual call that evening that I had seen it. And I gently like said, I was like, hey, like I really appreciated when you removed the racy accounts from Instagram. I felt prioritized and respected. And I noticed you still follow a bunch of those types of accounts on TikTok. And it made me really sad. That's kind of where I left it. And he got a little bit defensive. He was like, you're checking on me. You don't trust me. You don't have confidence. Like, why are you doing this? And he said the accounts didn't mean any t- anything to him. And he unfollowed them. Like during that call, he's like, I'll unfollow them then if it's such a big deal. And he was like, it, we ended it on a good note. He was like, it's good that we can bring things up and not bottle everything and explode later. So I was like, okay. So I felt okay leaving the conversation. But the next morning over text, he he had been greeting me like the same way for two months. Like he'd be like, Hey baby, he'd beautiful. Hey cuteness. Like something like that. Like every greeting was the same for like the last two months. Mm -hmm. And he greeted me with just a, Hey. Mm -hmm. And so obviously I was just like, Oh my God, like maybe after this conversation, something's off. And so I asked him, I was like, Hey, is everything okay? Um, seems like you're a little bit off today. Are we okay after that conversation? Then he kind of just like flipped a switch. Like he, he was just like, you know, you just jumped to conclusions. I think we need to have a talk. And so we have a talk later that night. And he essentially, like, I was devastated. Like, I just felt like the rug got ripped from under me. He was just like, you know, I feel like you don't trust me. Um, I don't have the ability to let go of things. It's unhealthy. Um, I'm displaying red, red flag behavior. He said he didn't let, or he's like, I like 75% of your personality. Um, and then I was just, 
I was just like, okay. And then he was, he was like, um, maybe we need to take a step back to take two steps forward. Um, and then I, I was just like, so devastated during this call. I felt like I was scrambling to try and like defend yourself, see what I could do. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was just kind of like, cause I don't, he put I don't you on do. the defensive and made you feel like yeah, you had I, to explain yourself. Yeah. I, I just, I really didn't know what was going on during that call. So I was, I didn't, I wasn't very articulate during that call. Um, and then he was just like, you know, I just need a few days to like, think about this. And I was like, okay. So he, he's silent for four days. And at that point I was kind of like, I feel like after two days, like you, you kind of know, I just felt like mm -hmm. I knew that it was not going to be a good call. Um, and so he set up a call and then four days later, and then it lasted about 10 minutes. And he just kind of reiterated, he's like, you know, I think you have a really structured personality. I'm more go with the flow. I don't know if that's something I want in my life. And then he would say things like, oh, it's not you, it's me. I'm still a broken man. And you're the right girl, but the wrong time, like all that kind of stuff. And so then we ended the call. He broke up with me. He's like, obviously, I don't want to do this over the phone, but just like super abrupt ending to like what I thought yeah. was like going really well. And how and long then, was, sorry to interrupt, how long was the relationship yeah. overall again? I think so it would have been November 20th to February 28th. But that's official yeah. or that's from the day you met? Yeah, so November 20th to December 24th, I guess, was not official. We were just dating. And then, mm -hmm. so yeah, December 24th to like February 28th was when okay. we had that first call of heat. Yeah. Okay. So not actually that long a relationship, but no. pretty intense. Yeah. Like, and I didn't think, I, I guess it was fast paced, but I thought like 30, 31, like, you know what you want. And like, I don't know. I just thought we were spending a lot of time together. I didn't think that it was like the things that he were saying were, was very, was too fast. I just thought I was like, okay, like he's looking into the future, but yeah, I felt like it was, going on a certain trajectory and then it just like abruptly changed course. And I have a quick question yeah. about when he voluntarily brought up the accounts he was following on Instagram to you, yeah. did he kind of make a show of it? Like how did this come up? Yeah, he was, I, we were laying in bed, like we were going to bed and I remember he was just on his phone and I don't think I was speaking about it at all. I remember he said that he was like, yeah, like I really need to do like clean out of, of my Instagram. He's like, I, I follow these weird people that he's just like, I don't even know what this is. That's, that's kind of what he said. Cause he was on his phone mm -hmm. and I was beside him. And that's kind of how he started the conversation. I like watched him like take out the account. So after he said that, I was like, Oh, like I was curious mm. what he was following and stuff. But yeah, he totally did it unprompted. Um, and Forgive me, but I'm going to sound ignorant here. And You're what? I just don't know. What what kind of accounts are these? Are they like actually graphic or is it just women in like bikinis and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, like more like women in bikinis and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So is like, it like, yeah. in a, like uh, just, uh, am I, do I, like, what is this? I don't know what this <laughs> is. Yeah, it's a thing now. I mean, this has come up a few times and I... Okay. So it's not porn. No. It's not nakedness. No. It's just like suggestive, no. like yeah. very, yeah, like inappropriately kindness. sexual, probably yeah. very young girls doing probably, yeah. scantily well, clad I guess. things. Or like fitness models, like all these mm. things where it's like literally every picture is kind of like in a skimpy outfit, very revealing. And it's, 
it's like that's the entirety of the the content of the account. Okay, so it's an educational yeah. account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very. Okay, good. Um, so so he follows these. You don't pay for these. These are just things you no follow. These are just like public Instagram. Yeah, public Instagram accounts. I think. You know, I'm really torn on this because I I I feel for you. Like I and I, if I were in your position, like the part of you wants to be cool or as he would say easygoing or whatever but you also don't yeah. want to have to like I I wouldn't be cool with that I wouldn't I don't and I'd like to no. think that I'm pretty open-minded and easygoing about many things but it's like it, as we've said in a previous Q&A there's a difference between being like oh I'm gonna masturbate tonight I'm gonna seek out something that really turns me on versus having a feed on a social network that you're on for hours each day truly and it's just coming up in your feed without you making a point of seeking it out when you're in a certain kind of mood there's something about that yeah. that i don't think is really healthy and certainly not necessary and maybe that makes me no, a grandma no, i don't know you know it, 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 honestly i i, I <laughs> she, she likes it. um i think there is a pandemic i was gonna say epidemic but you're in the uk so it's a pandemic <laughs> of millennial-ish aged men following these porny or what do you call it pornesque did you call them pornesque yeah. <laughs> accounts we'll go with racy racy let's call yeah. them racy racy. Yeah. racy accounts we have heard this time and time again yeah. we have had multiple callers talking about this i feel like it's been like at this point a dozen people mm -hmm. whether it's a q a or a caller all these guys, whether they're good guys or bad guys or somewhere in the middle, they all seem to be following these yeah. racy accounts. And it's a thing now. And I'm starting to wonder if that's like as as like normal for these guys as like um, checking a girl out on the street surreptitiously. Yeah. Like nice it's word. very strange. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't want that to not be part of his life. I think you're 100% right. Yeah, I like think I wouldn't feel comfortable right. with that either. Yeah. But I'm starting to wonder if this is so pervasive. It's like the norm. That, well, the, that it's almost like a thing you have to just contend with. Yeah, but the, let's be honest. The real issue here is how he reacted. Yes. Because let's say you come to some agreement where he's like, look, like, I'm into this stuff, but like it's like I really... I love you. And like, if he had responded in this way that was just sort of downplayed it and just, but respected you, didn't turn it around on you. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I know people are all, they get up in arms about the definition of gaslighting, but mm -hmm. how is it possible that he was not gaslighting her? Yeah. Basically telling her to her face that he likes 75% of her personality. Where was this honesty before? Well, that that was the real red flag for me right, because, yeah. because I could understand. I'm, I'm trying to see this as best as I can from his perspective. So let's okay. just say he was innocently having these accounts. I know that that's sort of a, you know, yeah, it's an like oxymoron. Yeah, it's his wank bank yeah, whatever. material. Let's whatever. just say okay. that's the way he does it. He doesn't cheat on girls. He doesn't, you know, have a lot of affairs. He just likes these racy Instagram accounts or TikTok either, <laughs> whichever one's more convenient at the time. So, okay, let's assume that's the case. And then let's assume that he was particularly upset and he has a pet peeve about his privacy being invaded, even by his partner or his life partner, maybe. Okay, fine. So I'll give him the benefit. No, hold on a second. I'm just working with this. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there as well. 
And then let's just say that he knows himself that he is a little sensitive about his need to look at these racy accounts. And so he was particularly ashamed and and defensive Mm -hmm. when you called him out on it. Like, you know, catching someone with their hand in the cookie jar. They Mm -hmm. get defensive, they get angry. Given that too. However, the comment, as we've just discussed, about him liking 75% of your personality goes above Uh and beyond any reaction that was warranted from you you know, snooping into his social media and, and calling him okay, out. And, and, and I totally agree with everything you're saying, but we just also have to dissect snooping. This is public light information. Sn- it's very she light didn't snooping. steal his, pa- find his password and go through his emails or his phone. This no. is public information. I agree. To say that she was snooping, it's very It's generous. the lightest, it's the lowest form of snooping yes. there is. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 if you don't snoop that way, there's something probably a little wrong with you. Like you should everyone be snooping kinda, that yeah, level. Yeah, everyone <laughs> kind of does some version of that at some point, especially in yeah. the first six months. I don't think that, like, I don't blame you for having done that. I, I think yeah. his reaction was disproportionate. Yeah, it was disproportionate, but also the comments he made were unrelated <laughs> and, and very hurtful. In general, it really bugs me when you catch someone's hand in the cookie jar and the rebuttal is always, you don't respect my privacy, you blah, 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 blah. Like, if they turn it back on you mm-hmm. for having found it. It's very immature. Yes, that can be a secondary thing, especially if it was a matter of going through their phone or their emails or something that really is, you know, you went out of your way to truly snoop. But in this case, the, first, a conversation has to be had about the matter at hand. And it sounds like he never really addressed that. He just immediately went into retaliation. I don't actually like everything about you mode. And he said, yeah. And he mentioned like the confidence thing as well. Like he was like, oh, you have uh, like lack confidence. Oh, and he was like, oh, come on. So yeah. Flag. So you're like 99.999% of women for not being into that. Right. That is such bullshit. No, it's bullshit. But well, he it's said- total, it's total bullshit. But I want to get into this a little bit. I want to figure this out. Yeah. Were there any signs of anything from him that he wasn't into what you were up until this point. No. And that's why I try to emphasize like the Valentine's day card and stuff. Like I still have the card. Like he literally would repeat to me, keep being you. And like the last message that he sent me, he was just like, never change, keep being you keep planning, keep like, I'm super analytical, make all these lists. He would always like say it was endearing that I like to do that. Like literally no idea. Mm-hmm. That he, that's why when he said that to me, I, that was the only thing I kind of reacted at during that call. Cause I was like, right. Oh, well that's and, not good. Yeah, that's news <laughs> you know, to me like after you've signed every card, keep being you love everything but, about you, et cetera. Yeah. And, and also not to, not to keep harping on the, the racy Instagram account, but you already called him on one social media platform. You called him out on one no, social media platform. No, she didn't call platform. him out. He volunteered. Yeah. It, which, to, in retrospect, to me, seems performative. No, I have a feeling that was a mutual. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I am have a feeling she, it was, right? Like you, oh, you didn't say anything. No, she, she just said, brought it up. She said she felt respected yeah. after he did it, but he's the one that volunteered yeah. it. So, oh. yeah, unprompted completely. Like he, that, oh, it was weird. weird. Like okay. I've never had anyone do that. Okay, that's weird. That <laughs> seems def- almost like defensive. That like, he, look at me not robbing this bank, <laughs> even though I may have robbed yeah. that other bank. <laughs> look, I'm just going to the bank getting money out, just like a normal person. So, uh, so okay, but the, the reason I brought that up is because I thought, you know, okay, the first time he acted normal, the second time he didn't. So, okay, now I understand that that's a little different. But uh, how many times a week did you 
talk when you were apart? Six days out of the week. How many nights a week did you say good night, have like a good night conversation or a good night messaging? I guess I should rephrase that. We texted every day, but we would have a, a call probably six days out of the week. Okay. And, and at night, yeah. how about, how about at night? Yeah. At night, every night, every, every night. night. Have like so a like time. to bed. Yeah. So basically you'd talk and then the next thing he would do would probably be yeah. go to bed. You're, okay. you're giving yeah. this relationship too much credit by dissecting. No, it like I'm trying that. to figure out if he's, no, I know, but I just cheating. think he's a love bomber. I think like, that's right. what I, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm trying to rule out the other things. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm no, doing, and I think but I agree with you. Yeah, he's a love bomb, I, I think. And I've dated one of these. Worst guy I ever dated. Said, I love you first. D- did you guys say the L word to each other? Yeah, yeah he and said he, it first. he led everything. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. initiated everything. Yeah, so yeah. this guy said, I love you first. He was the one who wanted to be exclusive first. Like, was really, and like, kind of pushing it on the timeline. Like, I remember when he said, I love you to me. And we mentioned this guy, by the way, before, I think on a Q&A. Or was a recap or something. Mm-hmm. But basically, I said, I love you because I felt like, like, he said, do you not love me? And I was like, no, I like, I do love you. Like, I felt kind of like pressured and sort of swept up in it all. And I was like, he would talk about marriage, the future, kids, like everything, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And then as we dated, you know, I start to see some cracks. And in our case, it was a different crack, but he had uh, an issue with alcohol. And like he became a different person. He drank too much and he became a different person. He became very mean and kind of verbally abusive. And when he wasn't like that, he was awesome. So I carefully broached the subject one time when he was sober and was like, you have this thing and you kind of do this. And he was like, Oh my God, I'm, I feel so bad. Like, I never want to treat you like that. I want you to stop me. Like when we're out having drinks, like make sure you force me to have a glass of water in between each drink. Like the whole thing, like he made me feel very validated in this. And like, we're in this together. Like, yeah, you have this thing, but we can work on it together. And when I actually tried to implement what he suggested I do, he became very angry at me. And he was like, he, he had too much to drink that night and got pissed at me when I asked him to drink more water, whatever. He became kind of a monster. And the that switch, like you're, what you're talking about, where he like woke up the next morning, it was just, hey, it wasn't, hey, baby, hey, whatever. Yeah. It's like he, I had crossed some invisible line that I didn't know about and that I actually had felt encouraged to cross because I thought we were in this together. And yeah. it was suddenly like he was a, a person I didn't know honestly. And we dated for a similar amount of time. I would say we dated for around five months and I definitely got swept up in it. And I think this is more common than you think, actually. I mean, love bombing exists. The expression exists for a reason. And what bothers me about this call is it's hard to give you advice on how to move forward or how to avoid it other than to say, if it, if that's the issue is that it doesn't feel like much was wrong. Right. It felt kind of like, no, and it literally is like what you're describing. And he he said things too, like what you said, like he was like, Oh, like, um, I showed him pictures of my friends with me and my friend's babies. And like, he would see that and be like, he's a, do you want to make a baby? But like in like a romantic way, like someday we'd be having kids Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Like say things like that. You know, it's tough because you want to believe in a sort of fairy tale where you have that kind of certainty early on. And I would have felt differently about this had you been dating for like eight to 
12 months. But the fact that you were guys were having this kind of language, he had you spend Christmas with his family after what was essentially a month, it's month too soon. and a half. Yeah, month. Too soon. It, it, the whole thing was pretty fast. And that's, I feel like the only thing you can kind of look out yeah. for is in terms of red flag. Well, Cause you know, we moved fast, but it wasn't well, like we were talking about babies and no. marriage fast. No, but we also had a obviously like we were spending every minute of every day together. I didn't, you weren't away from me ever. We had a very constant mm. You know, line of you know what an interesting parallel as well with my story that I relate to you on is we were long distance. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like without me there to, I don't know, keep the anchor down. It's like he just lost, like he, he saw me differently. It was easy for him to like. Yeah, exactly. It was easy for yeah. him to just sort of extricate himself, dump me like a yeah. sack Long of distance relationships are very difficult for that one of one of the biggest reasons is that alone. But it also I think is a gift because if you were not long distance with him, I think that you would have ended up dating this guy for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is something that was going to come out at some point, I think. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a personality flaw. Yeah, no, it is. I don't think it's more common nowadays. I'll talk about that in a second, but I 100% agree with Charlene. He's a love bomber. Mm-hmm. And and in the third degree, and I think that one of the elements, the psychologically deficient elements of a love bomber is they're extremely immature and extremely impatient. And narcissistic. And, yes, and narcissistic, definitely. Yeah. But I think you're see, we're seeing more of this now. I think there's a lot more of love bombing going on because, again, I'm blaming everything on social media, but <laughs> social media is the, is the blame for everything. But mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're a social media person, you're raised on this stuff, you're trained to be impatient. You're just, your patience. You don't foster things. You don't like nurture things. You're not willing to like sit and watch a really slow movie. You just mm. need everything fast. It's like on your phone, boom, boom, boom. And it's, it's the worst thing the internet has done to the human brain. But what it has created is a generation, not only of guys who apparently all have racy Instagram and TikTok accounts, but a generation of guys who are love bombers. I don't think this was yeah. a big thing a long time ago. Mm. I think this is kind of a new thing. And I've heard I've heard about it constantly yes. since we started this podcast. And yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be started a podcast that I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. I think it is a thing that's happening now because of the way men of this particular age and thereabouts are raised. Yeah. And I also think narcissism is a factor in this. And narcissism is more it, prevalent and, as a result yes, of, of social media. Of social media. Yes. Media. And just the fact that he couldn't take criticism. I'm curious to know, was this your first fight? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He couldn't take take any criticism. There was no accepting of responsibility. Oh, putting himself in your shoes, seeing your perspective on things. Instead, it's just like mayday, mayday, a crack in my veneer. Mm -hmm. I can't deal. It's you. You're the one Mm -hmm. that's flawed. You're the one that's insecure. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All I can say is thank God you this dodged didn't a bullet. last longer. You dodged yeah. a bullet. It hurts, I'm, but but yeah. you are you are lucky that he is out of your life. And that uh, we don't ever okay. say things on Dear Shandy to make you feel better. That's true, actually. We don't. I actually try not to make people feel better. Because the worse <laughs> you feel, the more likely you're not to do do the same mistake again. So yeah. he was a bullet. And and you're better off now. Trust me. Yeah. Even though it probably hurts. Agreed. I, I agree with you. Like after processing it, I think the only things that I'm just like, 
like what about the family like what do you think about the family like it's like maybe yeah he's a love bomber but it's like who involves their family like that for like it's, it wasn't just like a one meeting of the family like it was like time spent together his parents gave me their phone number after he let, went back on rotation in case I needed anything like it was like and his family seemed like lovely people it's like mm -hmm. how can they like how can their son treat somebody this way yeah no, it, and I actually think... You're probably not the first. Yeah, you probably are not mm -hmm. the first. And also, I don't think love bombers necessarily know what they're doing. No, it's not... Like, I it, think that his feelings in the moment might have been real, except that he couldn't process conflict with you mm -hmm. or criticism or just anything to suggest that he wasn't in the right or perfect. Yeah, Love Bomber doesn't isn't necessarily putting on some grand magical act. Yeah. He actually may believe, okay. he or she may believe strongly the words he's giving you. Yeah, but so, it's conditional. Yeah. It's Very conditional. conditional. Yeah, it has to play within that tight channel that he's comfortable with. Yeah. Otherwise, he's out. Yeah. And out quickly. And, and it also means you have to be exactly what he expects you to be, which is so not healthy. Right. And if you hadn't done this thing with TikTok, it would have been something else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It would have been, think of it. There's a lot. 25% of your personality is no good. It's a lot of, <laughs> right? lot of, lot of pitfalls. He first. <laughs> oh, 50. He upgraded then, you to 75? Oh, Then wow. I asked, I said, I was like, oh, 50, 50. That's not very good. And then he kind of rolled his eyes because he's like, oh, you're picking <laughs> apart my words. And he was like, oh, like, I don't know, like 75%. Oh, like, my. That's not Well, yeah, oh my I God, guess, I, I mean, that alone is, is annoying enough um, to dump him. But I, I really try when we have these calls and, you know, there's usually some guy on on the other end of you know the, the situation where i was trying yeah I sometimes really we'll trying. put ourselves in, in the guy's shoes and be like you know well if he was probably thinking this maybe he meant this i'm telling you right now this is no loss and i know that's so much easier said than done mm -hmm. but please taylor promise shandy right now that you will not reach out to him at any point uh-oh okay so, <laughs> so i just i just have a, I have a slight update okay so he so he's back in town i have not seen him but he did message me i won't read all of the message because i feel like this is like his personal issues but he was like since we last spoke i've been in a really bad way no need to get into de details but it was dark and he's spoken to his family about his issues and he's going to seek professional help and he was like i'm free to have coffee if you want as i at least owe that to you and he's like i'm sorry that you'll or i'm now and always will be sorry that you got caught up in my shit is what he Ugh. said to me. You know what? And so I just responded. Oh. Yeah, okay. Sorry, too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no, I, I responded. I was like, hey, I'm sorry to hear that. Nice Glad you person. confided in your family. Hope hope you get the help you need. Appreciate you being open to having coffee, but I don't think it's necessary. Thank you for the apology. All the best. Yay. Oh, yay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going leave to... Leave it. Don't, don't meet up with him. Leave no. it leave it okay. and i'm gathering there might be some mental health issues maybe he is depressive or you know he's seeking professional help i don't want to make assumptions but yeah that's that's his problem at the end of the day it's not cool to treat you like that and you guys i'm sorry it's not like you're it's eight years into marriage and you're going to try and make it work you have a lease together and maybe a dog together or maybe even a kid yeah. together like you don't yeah, you got out in time. You got you, out. In you time. got out of in the safety zone. Yes, it hurts, okay. but you, you know you're good. Just leave yeah. it. Leave it as is. I yeah, I have a real okay. soft spot for people who do struggle yeah. with their issues, but 
the issue is when they take it out on their partner. You know, you can have your struggles, but don't turn that on to you and make you feel in, f- insecure by telling you that you're insecure and whatever else. Of course. That 25% of your personality. Of course. Sense. And also you don't, you don't have to deal with his struggles. It's, you know, it's, I'm, I'm sorry that he's going through a terrible period. It sounds like, but that's not your responsibility. You weren't with him long enough. He didn't give you enough. Mm-hmm. You are not his, he is not your responsibility also, in any way. Mm-hmm. Also, and, and I'm not like, I'm sure this is true. But also he has exhibited the kind of personality traits that where it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that he said something like this to sort of have an excuse. Absolutely. What makes you think that this isn't another narcissistic attempt to get you back in his life to do the same thing to you again? Yeah. Or to just deflect responsibility. I, I reacted like this to you, but it was because I'm going through this. Yeah. It's not actually and, who I am. And right? also, and also, is it a good pickup line? Because you want, he is picking you up again now. This is the second time. This is new. Is it a good pickup line to say, I'm going through a really dark, terrible time. I have a lot of demons. Like, let's get coffee. Would that really make you I excited? No. And I, I don't think he wants me either because... Okay, so here's where I did actually some snooping is like after he broke up with me after that call, I was kind of just like trying to figure out what happened. And so I was looking at his Instagram like pretty regularly to see if there was like any clues or something. And he followed his ex-girlfriend back the day after we had that call. So there's that little piece as well. And then he unfollowed Mm -hmm. me and I can't see his account anymore. But like, (laughs) I was just like, I don't know. There's so many layers. I'm like, I don't understand what happened. But I think Mm -hmm. this has made the most sense to me than what I ever could come up with. So unfortunately I, people like this, I don't think make much sense, but which is not really helpful for you in in terms of healing. All I think we can tell you is that definitely you are. Yeah. You're safe. You're now safe. You don't have to spend the rest of your life or a good portion of it trying to figure out his problems and deal with his hostilities that come out of nowhere. Go on and find someone who is who appreciates a hundred or at least ninety two percent of your personality. You know, get above ninety percent. Yeah, somewhere in the nineties. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought it's like ninety nine, ninety eight percent of your personality. How much do you like? Definitely, him like? like at least like high nineties, but not a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel the same yeah. way about you. I think you with me, it's like eighty seven. No, with you, it's like ninety three. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take that. That's pretty good. It is Better pretty than good. Most people. This yeah. is, I mean, we're in A territory. Yeah, that's good stuff. We're getting letter grades. A minus probably, but I'm on the cusp. Anyway, <laughs> my point is, is you have, you have, you seem delightful. Yes, you, you do. I, you, you, you exude normalness yes. to me, which is great. Guys love that. Just you know. <laughs> they just don't like the social media. They're, I don't so I don't know where, yeah, I feel like we land, like you, you both seemed like you understood my point of view on that, but I do think it is the norm now that guys just like follow all those accounts. It's like, even if I date someone else now, I'm like, it's probably going to follow all these crazy accounts. You, you, you know what I'll say to you about that? It's like, look, it's mm. maybe it's just a sign of the times, but it's not a yeah. deal breaker. It's only a deal yeah. breaker if the person who follows that also sucks. Mm. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's, that was really the impetus for this happening. And like you said, Andy, if it weren't this, it would have been something else. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. It's something I struggle with too. Like I want to be like, okay, yeah, the times are changing. This is just sort of normal. But it's like, I, it's like you someone know, having their porn magazines like on the coffee table when you walk into their house instead of like having them in the closet. It's like, why do you have to yeah. follow that in public? Why can't you just search it? 
on your own time. Mm-hmm. I, I trust I, you. I, I totally agree You're with you. You're preaching the choir on this one. Yeah, I totally look, agree. I have no issue. Like, you can watch whatever you want. Like, I really... It's not like, oh, only have eyes for me. You can't ever find another woman attractive. That's not the point here. I know exactly what you mean. It's about it being in your regular feed, just infiltrating your every day. And I'm sorry, that will affect how you see women, women's bodies. It does. There's no way it doesn't. It's, It's definitely damaging. And I even see sometimes in my feed, like I'll see something that's obviously like that. And I and I'm like I try. This is going to sound absurd. <laughs> well, bear with me. But I try to avoid it, not in the sense that I don't look. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I, <laughs> I I avoid like clicking on it or like having it keep coming in my feed because it, it's it's a sickness. It becomes we're weak. Men are weak. We don't have strong minds usually, and like that kind of stuff can become an obsession. Yeah, and plus, uh, even amongst good decent men. So it's a dangerous thing. And I don't, I can't vilify somebody for looking at those things. I do think it's very immature and naive and, and reckless and sloppy to follow a lot of those accounts, especially when you're in a relationship. But again, it might not be a deal breaker as long as the whole rest of the guy is good. Yes. And I don't think you're unreasonable to want that. I like, I agree with Andy. It's not a deal breaker, but Oh, you're like, I should feel okay bringing right. it up in the way that I did bring it. Like I, I did bring it up in a very gentle like way of just this made me sad. Like that's okay, totally right? Totally fine. Yes. Totally yeah. fine. I don't think that's wrong. Especially yeah. if it wasn't like you creep, you were doing this. It was like, I, that makes me feel sad. Especially like, if it genuinely bothers you. Are you going to hold that yeah. in for the entire relationship? Yeah. If it really bothers you, like anything, if it really bothers you that he leaves dirty ditches on the counter mm-hmm. or doesn't clean up after himself in the bathroom, like... You have to bring these things up earlier than later because then they become cancers. Yes. Kind of just twisted you know, on me for a bit. And I was like, am I like this crazy person who no, does no. this? But I feel like no. some people, like you look at when you're, when you're getting to know someone, especially these days, it's like you meet someone on an app, you look them up on social media, you look at who they follow to see what kind of person they are. Kind mm-hmm. of, it's, I don't know, but. Everyone does that. Yes. Do a yeah. full detective search on everybody. That's the thing you do now. Also, okay. the fact that you are questioning if you were crazy. Can no. we talk about that for a second? Yeah, it's like gaslighting. Gas yeah. Okay. You're not crazy. Taylor. I've seen crazy. <laughs> You're not it. Taylor, I hope that was helpful. I just feel like all we did was really confirm what you already knew, but I just no, feel bad for was. you that this happened. No, it was really helpful. I, I felt after this, I was like, was any of it real? And I feel like the love bombing thing, like I had never really known what that was. So you talking about that and explaining that to me at least feels like I can kind of reason with a little bit with what happened and just like forget about it and move on because I I feel like I was stuck in this like trying to figure out what happened and Mm -hmm. I I think I at least understand and it helped hearing your story and how it related to mine because it sounds like there are a lot of similarities so yeah and there are countless out there like it's disturbingly common don't yeah. don't try to figure out crazy yeah. ever. Okay, Taylor. I'm sorry. I swear no, it'll, it'll get easier. I know exactly what you're going through right now. I know. And it's like you're spinning your wheels and you kind of want him back because when it was good, it was so good. And one of the hardest parts is letting go of the future that he painted for the two of you, which, by yeah. the way, is another 
thing about love bombing. Mm-hmm. Trips in the future, children, marriages, homes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've read Amy Chan's breakup bootcamp. We've had her on the podcast, but she actually talks about that a lot about how much of the pain of a breakup is actually you hurting from just the, all the things that came with him or what like he had mourning painted the loss the of the future. Yeah. Yeah. Of this, of this path, you know, you, you know, there's all these adventures you choose in life and this adventure that he, you thought you were choosing and he was choosing with you and what that looked like down the road, like on the horizon. And you met his parents. I'm sure you thought about them as in-laws and everything because he led you to feel that way. And then to lose all that so suddenly over something that feels so unrelated to you, the two of you as a couple, is traumatic. Yeah, and it's the, a similar personality to a con man. Like yeah, lo- love bombing is just a romantic version of a con yeah. man. Yeah, he's like the monorail man because, from the yeah. Simpsons. You're just like, how did I just lose all my money? Everything. How could that person have lied to me like that? Everything seems so fine. Mm-hmm. Like now I have no money. You're like, you're a sucker. You got conned. Yeah, Not great you, analogy. But the guy who <laughs> got conned. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you did get conned. Yeah. You got con. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. But you got some good home cooked meals out of it. <laughs> yeah, right? that is true. That was lovely. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Not really. And the learning experience was priceless. Yes. I got to podcast with you guys. That was really nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a story to tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got to podcast with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, Taylor, I hope this helped. I know it'll be yeah. tough, but. Good on you with your response. That was A plus. Better than the amount of my personality that Charlene likes. <laughs> I was I was trying to find a way to like flip that into my response. It didn't come to me. No, no. There you go. <laughs> okay, Taylor. Well, thank you so much for spending your Friday night with us. And thank you. Wishing you all the best. Thank you so much. Yeah. Get over great. him swiftly. Thank you. Okay. Have a good day. You guys. Okay. Thanks. Oh, and stay off his oh. social media before you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No I blocked him. Media. Blocked him. Okay. Wow, she's again, on top of again. it. Again. On top of it. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Okay, you can go now. I like the re- <laughs> reinforcement, though I need it. It's good. Thank you. Good. Good. Okay. All right. Thank good luck. You. Good luck. Okay, bye. Oh, such a good feeling. <laughs> it's just like the cool air of uh, hitting the sweat of your ears. For me, I like I'm wearing these earrings. I don't know what I was thinking putting these on for oh, wow. a collar episode. Yeah, why would you do but this? they kept like I didn't know what position to put them in. Oh, Sometimes they're like, like curled into my ear. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. Just getting some good air on my sweaty ears. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's good stuff. So, so I think uh, I feel good about that. I, I think mean, we got I to the bottom good, of that. One. I feel good about it as a call overall. No, I feel like bad to about know him. that we might have made her feel even 5% better is great. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast. Yeah. But uh, people like this what guy. Is this? What is this? What is it? Why? Why? And for him to end it on this note of you. No, You've got all these issues. You're snooping. You're insecure. 25% of your personality sucks. Honestly, it'd be almost better if he just ghosted her. <sighs> honestly. It would be, you know, two bad ways of doing something. But honestly, yeah. it would be better almost for her to be ghosted. At least she could wonder. Maybe he was a good guy and something happened. Mm, he went off to no, the circus. No, no. This is a better outcome because it just leaves such a sour taste no, in your mouth him, that you're I'm not saying, losing sleep. For him, the more more honorable thing for him to do yeah. would have been to ghost if this was the alternative. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is that she gets the closure of him being such an asshole oh, yeah. that it's oh, it's more, better for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying that for him, it's for better. him, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like between no, no, ghosting and saying. yeah, it's like yeah. It's a more gentlemanly you. thing to do is to ghost her than do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he was ever going to let that end without retaliating. No, he wanted to hurt her. He liked seventy five percent of her personality. That's it, and it started. At no, 50. he does. He didn't. He was looking to. That's the thing, and that's what's scary. I was just quoting. I wasn't saying like, let's analyze this. Exactly seventy five percent of her. No, personality. but no, what's interesting is how everything he said that next day was designed to hurt her. Yeah. It was transference of the blame to her. Yes. It's all her fault. Interestingly, after a conversation where it seemed okay. Yeah. It's like he stewed on it and he was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm not doing anything I'm wrong. I am great. I am great. I am narcissist. <laughs> yeah. Narcissist was a man, right? Narcissus, yes. Oh, Narcissus. Excuse yes. me. Narcissus. Yeah. His name did. wasn't pronounced Narcissus. Narcissus. You're right. It is Narcissus. And all he did was look at his reflection. Until he fell in and drowned, right? Something like that. Yeah. 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 I don't know how much of a wrap up we have for this. She was lovely. She was lovely. And she's going to find a good guy. Yeah, I have I'm not, not even the slightest concern. I'm not worried about her. It's just always painful when some guy like this takes just a toll on a woman's self-esteem. Yeah, he takes two steps back. Most importantly, and this is what bothered me the most after my experience with my love bomber, was it messed with my sense of instinct Mm -hmm. that no my sense it messed with my intuition Mm -hmm. it made me doubt my intuition yeah that's what they want to do they want to in a way i believe own you forever yeah which i think is the most evil thing you can do to another person i've said this before i think i've put it in writing somewhere before and i feel like i've said it on the podcast before too when someone especially routinely makes you doubt your own reality, makes you doubt your own ability to make decisions and to judge people and to judge situations and and just what you deem normal and acceptable. That's really messed up because that's something that it takes years to cultivate for yourself. It's really tough, especially as a woman, to come to a point where you trust that intuition, which is, by the way, usually right. I know. It's really awful. And love bombing is one of the most extreme forms of it because part of it, I think, psychologically, is what you're doing is you're like, you're creating such weight of yourself in their persona mm-hmm. that it's always going to be there. Yeah. Like you're planting an, a, a seed that never stops growing. Yes. Because how can they ever forget of the guy who in the first month had, they had, she had well, invited over to his family's house for two nights and who told them he was going to have kids yeah. and marriage and houses and everything. Like, how do you just let that go? He knows that yep. that's not going anywhere. I wonder, when I think of about a love bomber, I do think, Part of them believe what they're saying in the moment, but the issue is that they're it's all about them. They don't really care about the person. It's all about what they right. you know, to me they're in love with him themselves being like, being Oh, my Instagram gotta clean it out. Delete, yeah, yeah, delete, yeah. delete. It's like <laughs> it's like transfer, transfer, transfer to TikTok. <laughs> it just felt like he was giving himself a big old pat on the back. Yeah, look at me. I am yeah. the Lord himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I smote these racy accounts. <laughs> And move to TikTok. And move to TikTok. And like, what? Why do guys need to like follow porny stuff? Like, is there not enough porn <laughs> at your fingertips? Like, I can find porn any time of the week, any specific mm-hmm. type. If I want to find a guy sticking his dick in girls' ears, I can find a hundred <laughs> videos, dick and ear. 
Two seconds. Guaranteed they're out there. I don't even need to look. Yeah. What do you need to do this for? Yeah. It's everywhere. You're surrounded, surrounded. by it. You should try your best to not follow that, tell- to have a peaceful place in your social media. Are we just grandparents? Like, are we no, just, no, no. are we a, like, in is- my day, boys no. didn't follow. No, I think this is a problem. I think this is a problem. I think it is too, but I can't tell whether that's just me being old-fashioned. No, old-fashioned. I'm a filthy old man. I, don't, I have no <laughs> issue looking at porn. What I have an issue with is your whole life revolving yeah. around porn. Yeah. I want to be chill. I really do. And I think I, for the most part, am. But I got to tell you, if we broke up and tomorrow I were single, this I wouldn't be cool with this. I wouldn't. And I know we were like, oh, it's not deal-breaker territory. I think it's okay to have standards where your partner, your future partner, doesn't have that coming into his feed every single day. I agree. I call me. I agree. And you know what? I'll I'll say I'll say something else. It's going to sound judgy, and maybe I'm on my high horse. I can be on my high horse. Yeah. What's Uh wrong with being on a high horse? Sometimes it's annoying. Is it? Sometimes I want to hear what high horse you're on currently. And how high can a horse be? I mean, if you're on a horse, you're already high. Why not just be on a horse? Yeah, I guess the question is how tall is that horse? It's like we're talking like a giant horse. I don't know. Is it just so high up that you're looking down on everybody? It's, it's a Clydesdale. It's a Clyde. That's what I was thinking too. Clydesdale. Do you, but you don't really ride. Do people ride Clydesdales? I think they only drag things. Like I'm carriages. sure you can ride a Clydesdale. I don't think Clydesdales like to be ridden. I think they like to drag. <laughs> That's what they do. I'm sure someone will tune in to tell you that you're either correct or incorrect. I'm sure I I'm unfortunately incorrect. cannot be that I'm, person I right now. I have never been more confident of my incorrectness. I feel like you can ride a Clydesdale. I'm sure you Are you, you kidding? A Clydesdale? You'd be like a feather on a Clydesdale. It'd be like, huh, what's that? I personally, Is that a fly? Yeah, he wouldn't know you're there. But yeah. I, I think for that reason alone, it might be dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, because he might get, he might get, you know, a little, little uppity. I want to hear about this high horse statement you're about to make. Oh, my high horse statement. Right. I forgot what we were talking about horses for. I thought we were just having a horse podcast. I forgot the point. So on my high horse, I will say this. I think that if you are a guy of a certain adult age Mm -hmm. and you are following many porny Instagram accounts, I don't think necessarily that that stops there. I think that has to reflect some other general aspects of your personality Mm. that might not be super great in a relationship. Mm. And that's my high horse statement. I mean, I I want to have some counter argument for that, but I actually think you're right. (laughs) So you're also on your high horse. I'm also on my high horse. So we're riding side by side. You know what it shows is a lack of restraint. Yes, a lack of restraint. You want everything. It's mm-hmm. just like... Yeah, like a, come to me. I don't want to yeah, have to remember gluttony. the name of the girl who I think is particularly hot and wears a lot of bikinis. I don't want to have to remember the name so I can look her up when I want to go wank. Yeah. It's, oh, I just, I'm going to follow her so that it just comes to me. Yeah. I cool. just lay there and just receive. It's gluttony. And I think it's it's also the inability to, to um, prevent your weakness from taking over. Yeah. Lack of restraint. <laughs> that was a very, very stupid way of explaining lack of restraint. But yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> and the worst part of all is that, you know, she will go on to date and maybe there will be a relationship that's right that does move relatively quickly. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, God, this, yeah, is, this is happening she's, again. Like you said, that seed has been planted within her. She has a feeling of doubt now. And I'm not going to lie. 
I had a, when I first met you, part of me in the beginning was not able to truly let go and really embrace what we had because part of me was, you know, had my other eye open. Mm-hmm. My, I don't know, an eye on the back of my head, my third eye. Something was open and was just sort of looking over my shoulder, keeping track, yeah. you know, comparing notes, which I guess is, you know, means that it was a good learning experience, but it also is kind of a shame. It is. And it's a good thing I had an A minus personality. <laughs> Just enough. Okay. I think that's a wrap. It is. Yeah. I have a feeling when this one goes up, Shandies will tune in with their love bombing stories. In fact, I encourage our Shandies yeah, to. I want to know. Because I, I know think how prevalent it just is. to know Taylor, it, Taylor said it was helpful to hear mine. Mm-hmm. Shandies in the comments. Yeah, I think it helps. And yeah. then you can really see the parallels and know that you're not crazy. Like she was thinking, what's wrong with me? How did I fall for this? You know, yeah. you're, it's not her. It's not her. Yeah. It's one of the things that warms my heart on our discussion boards. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> it's like 1997 X site. <laughs> I always make references that are old. But it's uh, it's nice to see when someone brings up like this happened to me and then yeah. there's replies like, oh, this happened to me yeah, too. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. And then someone else chimes in. That's great. It's mm-hmm. like a community talking about how guys all suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's a wrap then for this one. That's Andy. it. Okay. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends, leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Follow us on TikTok. (laughs) Charlene may not be wearing that much clothing. You never know. You never know. She's showing some shoulders. And generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast that you so enjoy. I think that's a wrap then, Andy. Sure is. Thank you guys for tuning into this caller episode, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Dear Shandy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.